This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And I'm Mel. And together we host the podcast Spoil Spoil My My Movie. We were watching movies anyway. And we were having in-depth conversations about those movies too. So we decided to share our thoughts with the world. You can expect me to gripe about inaccurate details like supposedly cold weather, but you can't see anyone's breath. And you can expect me to be totally adorable, but also psychologically deep. And by the end of each episode, we'll provide our respective ratings. Using a rating scale custom tailored to the movie in question. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. We're actually behind you right now. Attention, the Milf and Me podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional conversations of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not licensed relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones pretty much like every other podcast. We are happy to be a part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can find them at deluxeedition.com, and we are happy to announce the two podcasts of the month. Those are the Broken System Podcast and the Quad Pro Quo Podcast. So with that out of the way, we encourage you to enjoy the show, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and just have a great day. Men with no hoes. Where are you? So the men with hoes are up here uh, receiving all of the attention from the hose, including you. And the men without hose are down here trying to contact you on Bumble and not receiving an answer. Hope that helps. Oh, brilliant. Shit. Hello and welcome to the Milf and Me podcast. My name is Antonio, your host, and here with my lovely co-host, Diana. Diana, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Welcome back to the studio, our fourth video episode. Can't believe it. I turned all the buttons on this time. All the buttons. Right from the start, all the buttons got pushed. He found all the buttons. I found all the buttons. Do I get kind of like a reward for that? Do I get recognition? (laughs) Drink your wine. That's your treat for tonight. Fucking fine. All right. I actually really like recording in the evenings because holy shit, what a day. And wine. We did this one time. Remember when we got like a nice little buzz on and yeah. we recorded late in the dark because we weren't recording video then? Yeah. We had had like the candles lit and shit yeah. like that. And those were two really good episodes. They were. Yeah. I don't know if we could repeat that energy and vibe because we need the fucking light to make the video work. But I know. I don't know. It's I can okay. play with it. I can ask right. some of my like YouTube friends that know how to light shit well. Like, can we do this low light? Can we do it's this in the dark? It's pretty fucking bright. Like, it's like. It's yeah, okay, though. But you want people to see you. That's the whole point. I mean, right? do you really want to see me? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Especially wearing that shirt. Look at oh, that tattoo. Thanks. 
I mean, last week you were dressed very conservatively. Was I? I don't know. You Whatever. were wearing long sleeves and shit. I was not. I was wearing a short sleeve thing. I don't remember. But all I know is you couldn't see your tattoo. You're showing a lot of skin. I feel like you knew that tonight was a shooting night and you're like, fucking let's go. Like I'm going to wear a tank top <laughs> and show some skin. No, I wasn't fucking thinking that. I put this on this morning and I drove here after feeding all my kids like, right. as fast as I could get here. Right. So. And I've been up since like fucking 430 in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I asked Kristen, my partner, around one o'clock, can you just fix me a whole pot of coffee, like a morning pot? And as soon as I got home, it was ready to go. And I've just been drinking that all day because I knew I needed my wits about me. I was going to ask, this like, what are you do? like, what are you taking cocaine? Like, what the fuck? How are you awake at four in the morning, dude? Nuh -uh. I no. mean, OK, if I had the cocaine, I wouldn't talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> first and I foremost. I know you wouldn't, but I'm just saying, what are you doing to stay awake right now? Coffee enemas. Coffee enemas. <laughs> this is new. I learn new shit you, all the time. You let it just drop down to room temperature, right? Oh. Yeah. And then you get one of those like little squeezy hot water bottle bags. Oh. You stick it in your. <laughs> what? I mean, I was like, are you serious? It right is now? late. It is late. I wouldn't say shit like that in an afternoon episode for sure. I was really thinking you were telling me something that you've been doing. I, I don't gonna, tell you everything. I was, <laughs> I was gonna get concerned. You know, it's funny because like Kristen's going out a lot. She's going to her massage classes and all these different classes she's going to. She's bettering herself, leaving me at home to my devices more often. Oh Lord. Yeah. What devices? No. <laughs> we don't want to know. <laughs> They're pricey ones. Let's just say pricey that. Pricey <laughs> devicey. Anyways, moving along. Anyways, so last week we talked about scary tinder stories scary dating stories yeah or just like shitty ones i wish i had more for you but be lucky you should be grateful that you because don't. i'm not a dumbass like i literally Ooh, do my true. research on my people before i meet them i don't fuck around like, right if you're shady fuck that not happening and if you're shady and you broke through the barrier respect like if someone doesn't even have a social media platform anywhere any social media i won't I won't go out with them. You women are stalkers. I won't fucking do it's it. It's funny because like everyone says that guys are stalkers, but you literally stalk Hell dudes yeah. online before you even have that I first coffee I literally date. tell them that. Give me your Instagram or Facebook so I can stalk you before I meet you. You and just they, say that right out loud? Absolutely. They they do too. It's a funny like... Oh, I've been out of the game for so long. It's a funny haha. -ha, like that. stalk away. Go for it. Do what you need to do. Now that you mentioned that, I did have girls that like when I was communicating with them on Tinder or Bumble, whatever. Yeah. Ask me for my Instagram. Yeah. I thought they were just interested in my life, but no, they were really just. They wanted to ass. make sure you're a real person. Make sure you're not an asshole. Make sure that you're like not married for one. Jesus Christ. Like Ooh, there's yeah. a lot of things you got to find out first. Oh, yeah. Because like dudes have burner Instagram profiles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have like fake ones and face fake fake Facebook profiles. So. They're going to give you the one that makes them look single, that makes you makes them look not married, not attached. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. No Shady. kids. Shady motherf motherfuckers. They're pissing on people and taking shits and looking at Tinder and mm. shitting. And men are weird. <laughs> men are weird. Men are weird. And so gross. now that we're talking about <laughs> dating apps, uh, my question for you is what is your plan when the dating apps fail? 
are you going to walk around town with like a sandwich board that says down to fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you have one already? Yeah, just DTF, (laughs) DTF on this board. And I'm just going to be like one of those spinner things, spinner sign people at the corner. Or like the inflatable uh, wavy arm guy. You're going to have one in your front yard that's like, I'm ready to date. (laughs) (laughs) Down to fuck, let's go. I love it. So a lot of people, not only people in the dating world, but also like relationship therapists and relationship experts are saying that dating apps are on the decline, that they're pretty much dead because too many people have learned how to kind of fuck around with them, screw up the algorithm, present false information, false flags, create false personalities that women and men fall for. That's why things like Hinge and some of these other sites are becoming more popular. But really, what is the lifespan of those? I mean, how long is it going to take before someone really figures out how to fuck around with those and screw it up for everybody? I don't know, but they're everywhere for everything. You know that, right? Yeah. There's one for cougars. We found one for cougars. There's one for MILFs. That's right. And there's one, obviously, for LGBTQ, all of the LGBTQ. There's like five. Plus, plus, A, whatever letters I'm missing on the LGBTQ. Right? There's like five or six just for Mormons. Yes. Like, there's like the LDS singles. They're everywhere. Hot Saint. And then, yeah, I remember Hot Actually, I knew the the dude that started that. Oh, really? It started Hot Saint. Was he hot? No. (laughs) Um, What's the one... Ashley, what's the one? Ashley Madison, but that's done now. That's been gone for a while. That uh, was the one are that- Are you sure? Yeah, it got shut down. And that's going to be an episode eventually. So Ashley Madison was the site where people could arrange yes. affairs. They were like for married people. Yes, well, they have one that's like it out there. I'm sure they have other copycat yes. ones. Yes. But one of the things that got that one shut down was it got hacked, right? Uh, and part of the whole thing about Ashley Madison is they said they didn't keep any of your profiles like open to hacking, that they were very secure. So even someone hacked them, they could never get your information. Well, someone hacked them, got their information and started holding like all these people under blackmail that they were going to release them. And a lot of important people like politicians and movie stars all had their accounts leaked. So that shut it down. But it makes sense that someone might have swept in and started a new one. Interesting. Which is like, how fucking stupid are you? Literally, the best one out there got hacked and got shut down. So, well, this other one looks pretty good. I'm sure it won't happen that time. There are people (laughs) on Tinder, you know, because I'm only doing Tinder right now, just for entertainment purposes mostly. But I've met a couple good guys on there. Um, There are some guys on Tinder that will not post a photo of them of their face. Mm. They'll put pictures of like scenery, like a beautiful lake or sunset or sunrise or something. And or I did see one where it was just his chest or something from the mirror reflection. Some fucking dumbass. Oh, anyway, the, the V, the V, right? The <laughs> V um, that says just looking for fun. Oh, yeah. Well, and P.S. I'm married. It says that at the end, like there are plenty of those on there. It's nuts. And they, they're swiping on me. Cause remember I had the paid version. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see who actually liked my profile and a handful of these dudes I have seen on there liked my profile and I want to connect with them just to say, Hey, dub dipshit. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Actually? Why? Why? 
So you and I talked about in a couple episodes ago how you always felt that you had better luck in the produce department. Yeah. Meeting a guy, but then you don't go grocery shopping anymore. I don't anymore. fucking go you grocery don't do shopping. Anymore, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. I just, there's no hope. The whole point was like, <laughs> you said some of your best relationships were ones that happened in the wild, not ones that organically. happened on, like, organically. Yeah. Yep. So sure. there is a company in the UK that is kind of like banking on this idea that dating apps are dead and they want to bring back organic connections, thinking that relationships are going to be better and let's say less toxic because they can get away from all of this online Tinder bullshit Yeah, and meeting someone organically. But it's hard because I feel that now people are too afraid to like approach someone thinking, oh, well, they have a boyfriend. And now all the fucking douchebags are taking jujitsu. So that boyfriend's going to kick my ass if I talk to his girl. <laughs> that is real. I have met way too many dudes oh that are taking jujitsu classes where it's like, okay, in the old days, it could just be like, get the fuck away from my girl, bro. But yeah. now homie's spending like $400 a month taking jujitsu classes. He's looking for an opportunity to use them. Yes, he is. And that opportunity is going to be you. If you just say <laughs> hi to his girl. I love it. Enter yes. what they are calling the pair ring. The pair ring. P E A R ring. Pairing. 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 Oh, <gasps> I get it now. <laughs> Like pairing, like, oh. I'm all about this. This is really cool. I know. I Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Give me credit. I'm giving you credit. Okay, good. You're the one that sent me the link to it. But I have a good friend who went to the UK, <gasps> who was a podcaster. Shut up. And they saw advertisements for this thing on the metro, on the train, in the subway. No way. And I was like, can I please talk about this? I don't know if you guys are going to talk about it, but- this fits right into the MILF in me. And then you uh, unprompted sent me the link about this. And uh, so it was like serendipity. We have to talk so about this. so perfect. What it is, it's a small turquoise ring that you wear and it's a way that you can show other singles in the city that you're in or maybe another city that you are single and available. Yes, that's right. So... They say that people around the world wore a little green ring on their finger to show they're single. And if enough people did it, we wouldn't need dating apps. So the statement for the pair website reads that for $19.99, you'll get three pairings in three different sizes, as well as a unique membership number and an invite to PearFest, plus access to exclusive free events in their city. So far, the first release of the rings has sold out with the second release sale ending soon. And at the time of this writing, which was earlier this year, their website says that their stock is 93% sold out. And their Instagram has racked up over 162,000 followers. And this is just the UK. It's like, so amazing. No one else is doing this yet. I love it. I love this because- but you have to leave the house. I have to leave the house. Uh, like yeah. I have to wear it and like go communicate with people and like hang out places otherwise no one knows i have it on my fucking finger true but one of the aspects of your job is you do go to a lot of conventions uh not so much anymore oh. they're they're like home shows and not much anymore but oh. honestly like i just like i'm an i'm an introvert sometimes <laughs> okay. you know this about me this is true but 10 so, years ago i love this idea so much i really do i really do but like i'm gonna wear this ring 
And it's going to delay my process because you're going to be like, where did you go today when you were wearing your ring? Tell me, give me a report. And I'm like, I sat on my couch (laughs) (laughs) this whole weekend. That'd be funny. Like if the ring had like a tracking device in it that like (laughs) let people know. It's like Diana was at home for 22 hours today. You're the the only person that would have that. You literally left to go to the 7-Eleven and it came back. I literally did because I ran out of ice and I needed to pick up a bag of ice. (laughs) No, but I work from home now. So I literally, I will show you my shit. I am home sometimes 24, 48 hours straight. (laughs) And if you're not home, you're here recording a fucking podcast. I love this (laughs) ring though. I do. I think it's adorable. So according to recent research from dating app Inner Circle, three in four single people in the UK would prefer to meet a future partner in real life. And yet on average, singles only approach someone that they fancy in person once every 2.4 years. So that survey said that they only approach people they're interested in once every 2.4 years. Wow. Three in 10 people say that they've been approached by someone in the last three months. And the reason behind these contradictory findings is that 61% of people said they felt nervous to approach people in real life. I mean, I had that problem. Yeah. And, you know, I've been shot down lots of times in bars or one of the things that I don't know why I thought it was such a great idea, but when I was in my twenties, <laughs> I'd go like hang out in the poetry section of Barnes and Noble oh. <laughs> and like see girls reading like love poetry books. And I'd like go find one too. And like maybe try and make a connection or sometimes. Yeah. You're like, I love that book. I've read it. Yeah. But then eventually that kind of like got worn out because then there's 20 dudes in the poetry section and only one girl reading a book. It kind of got, and then the manga section too, but those girls were scary. I didn't what? The manga. Oh. The Japanese. Oh, yeah, yeah, cartoons. yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You're into that. So I'm not into that. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think that I'm into that? Show me some Japanese art around the office. There's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I have to give you shit. Who else is going to give you shit if this I don't? This is true. My two year old, that's who's giving me shit these days. I know. She's adorable. She's adorable. So this got me thinking. Oh, here we go. So this I love, is I love when things I know, get <laughs> my my gears grinding. Uh-huh. This is essentially like a code, right? This is like a symbol. Yes, I love let people codes. know that you are single. Yeah, I'm single motherfucker. I'm going to put a ring on every one of my hand, my fingers. So both hands. Symbology has existed for as long as humans have. Uh-huh. And it made me wonder, are there other codes are there other signs that a person is available right so i started googling you did, wait what did you do did the google did the google <laughs> did you did you find some uh, pineapples i found lots of things and it wasn't the stuff i was looking for i was looking for other symbols to represent that someone was single because i'm like how is it 2023 and just barely someone's inventing something that you can wear on your finger to let other people know that you're single yeah so as I looked into it, there are lots of symbols, but they don't necessarily represent that you're single and looking to mingle. Okay, let's go. Have you ever heard of the handkerchief code? No. So the handkerchief code. The hanky code. The hanky code. <laughs> is the wearing of bandanas, mostly by gay men, originating in San Francisco after the gold rush. So this is like, what, 1840s this started. 
Because there was a shortage of women, men dancing with each other in square dances. Oh, square dancing. Developed a code wherein the man wearing a blue bandana took the male part in the square dance, and the man wearing the red bandana took the female part in the square dance. And over time, different colors of bandanas represented different things in the community. Oh. I have never heard about this. I haven't either. Do you want to hear what the colors mean? <laughs> of the bandanas? <laughs> of the bandanas. So next time you're so wait, around. when was this? Well, this started in the 1840s, oh, but okay. this is still going on. Is it really? So if you see a guy walking down the street with one of these bandanas hanging out of his back pocket. I'm going to know what the You'll know what means. it means. Ooh. All right. So I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm reading some of these. Some of those got cut off. I don't know what happened. Oh, there. they're on the next page. Oh, shit. All right, so a black bandana represents a man who's interested in S&M. What's S&M? Sadomasochism. We talked about this. <laughs> I know. I just had to have you say it because there's a lot of people that listen to this that don't know what that means. Right. S&M. A, dark, a dark blue bandana. Anal sex. Oh, man. There's that dark blue. You're looking for that dark blue, aren't you? <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm running from the dark blue. <laughs> running from the dark blue. Light blue represents oral sex. Green represents hustler slash prostitute. Gray bondage. Ooh, I like this. Orange, anything goes. Wait, what's brown? Uh, oh, brown scat. You don't want to know about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you Google that on your own. What does that fucking mean? Google it on your own after okay, the show. Okay, green. Hustler, Hustler, prostitution. Orange, anything goes. Purple, piercings. Red, fisting. <laughs> what in the... F- and yellow, pissing. So if you see any of those bandanas hanging out of a pocket, ooh, and I'm not even sure if this even means this is just for men. It could be for women too. I don't know. All I know is that I'm going to start looking at bandanas hanging out of back pockets very differently. Is that where they wear them? Yeah. Either back pocket or hanging from the belt. Oh, okay. So yeah, keep it. Feels like such an '80s thing for some reason. I don't know why. '80s thing? Like it reminds me of Greece. You know, (laughs) like the '60s, '70s. Like I don't know why. I think it's kind of funny too because when I was growing up, I always heard that you couldn't wear certain color bandanas in certain parts of cities. Like reds, you can't wear it in the like Bloods and the Crips and Blacks. Yeah, like they're gang colors. Yeah. This is a different kind of gang. <laughs> yes, it is. What else do you have here? So now we got swinger codes. <laughs> we talked about these briefly uh-huh. on our swinger episode. So everyone knows the upside down pineapple. Yep. Garden gnomes. Flamingos on the lawn. White landscaping rocks, which is fucking funny because they're everywhere in Utah. Especially now that everyone's like trying to save water and they're zero scaping. I'm seeing white landscaping rocks all over the place. The people that have those in their yard, I don't think they know. Do you think they know? I'm sure someone told them. (laughs) I don't think anyone told them. Maybe it'll just be a pleasant surprise. They'll get a knock on their door. (laughs) We're here. We're here. (laughs) (laughs) I brought the pineapple. And Adirondack chairs. So if you have Adirondack chairs and white landscaping. I have those. I have them in the backyard too. (laughs) I have them on my front porch. And black rings on the right hand. All of those are a representation of swinging. Swing. So this was an interesting one. I've never heard of this before. Asexual and aromantic symbols. So an ace ring worn on the right middle finger, the ace ring or a black ring worn on the middle finger of one's right hand is a way that asexual people signify. 
is a way that asexual people signify their asexuality. The ring is deliberately worn in a similar manner as one would a wedding ring to symbolize marriage. So asexual, I think, is just people that don't practice sex. Like, they don't need sex. Yeah, they're not attracted to one or the other. So this is the weird thing. It's like, is that a symbol for them to tell other asexual people that, hey, I'm interested in a romantic relationship, but not a sexual one? Yes, I would say. Because, like, it unless I had read this, me as a sexual person yeah. would not recognize that symbol on a person's finger as to represent that they're asexual. I wouldn't either. So then I wouldn't like leave them alone like they wanted to be left alone or something. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. But I think it's just for that group. Ace playing cards, due to the phonetic shortening from asexual to ace, are sometimes used to represent asexuality. The ace of hearts and ace of spades are used to symbolize romantic asexuality and aromantic sexuality respectively likewise the ace of clubs is used to symbolize gray asexuality and gray aromantics and the ace of diamonds is used to symbolize demi and demisexuals i don't know what any of those mean so i think we're gonna have to do some research i know a demisexual person yeah but i've never asked them what it actually means demisexual yeah do you know what it means um Yes. So according to this, says demisexual person does not experience sexual attraction until they have formed a strong emotional connection yes. with a prospective partner. I was literally just going to say a demisexual is me. I, I It might be me too. Yeah. I think it's so funny that you didn't know what that meant. Like, you know what things mean way more than I know what things mean. Like, yeah. you know a lot of shit that I don't know in this world, like the sexual whatever world that we're talking about. And this is something I have literally looked into because someone said this to me years ago and I was, you know, I was intrigued by the word because I didn't know. And that's what I found. And I do. I have to have a connection with someone before I'm like sexually attracted to them. It says the definition of an emotional bond varies from person to person in as much as the elements of split attractions can vary. Yes. Demisexuals can have any romantic orientation. People in the asexual spectrum communities often switch labels throughout their lives and fluidity and orientation and identity is a common attitude. You never knew what that meant. I never knew what that meant. I've heard people bounce that word around and I've heard people say, oh, I'm a demisexual. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm an Aries. You know, like, (laughs) how the fuck? (laughs) I don't know. I'm an Aries. I like pizza and I like pizza and beer. (laughs) Uh, See, I come off as a smart guy. And very You're intelligent. Doing very well. But at the same time, I know hey, fuck all about <laughs> fake, fake it till you make fake it, it till Antonio. You make it. I love it. No, so I really did know what that meant. That's why I was like, wait, are you fucking with me right now? You really don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you taught me something today. Oh my God, I feel so special. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so symbolism in sexuality that people can find their person without having to get into a chat room without getting into yeah. a dating app. Because like I said, there, there is something so disingenuous about those things. And we've been talking about that forever. That's pretty much how this podcast got started. Yeah. is like how much fuckery is involved with these things. So much. And the I answer, feel like the answer is so much. I feel like <laughs> it's so much simpler to meet someone in the wild, see them face to face, body language, chemistry, pheromones 
all those things can come into play and you can have a better idea of what you're getting into or whether to run away from it. I don't know. It's hard. People that are married aren't even wearing their wedding rings. It's very difficult. You don't know. Still, if I'm meeting that person in nature, as you would say, what did you say? In the wild. In the wild. <laughs> I said nature. In the wild. I'm still going to ask them what their social media is. I'm still going to ask them, let me find you on so. Let's keep in touch. What's your Instagram? What's your Facebook? Like, I'm still going to do my research. Like, it, there's no way around it. I mean, that's smart. There are sketchy fucking people out there that aren't wearing their wedding rings. They're sexy as hell. And they put off that vibe and energy because I'm attracted to energy. I feel people wherever I go. I'm still going to look into them. And anything can be manipulated. Like you and I have learned that a long time ago. You can be on a dating app or you can know the codes, know the symbols. Absolutely. And go out into the wild and still find ways to exploit the system. Absolutely. And to exploit people's feelings. That's always going to be something. Yes. But I don't know. That's why we do this. That's why we talk about these things. I learned yeah. something today. Yeah. You learned something today. But I really like this pairing idea. I mean, I do too. I'm out of the dating world, thank God. But I think it's cool. Yeah. It also, though, as with anything, there's a downside to it that's essentially now bait for guys to like cat call you, for guys to like yeah. just approach you at the bar. What if you have like a line? Like a cue. What if there's a yeah. turnstile, you know, to yeah. get to the girl at the bar that's wearing the pair ring? Yeah. I don't know. Anything can be exploited, but hey, I like the idea of it because I'm a romantic at heart. friend sometimes brother you want this traditional woman but your pockets don't allow it my nigga and think about how oxymoronic it is well it shouldn't matter if i have enough money to care for my family by myself she should still be soft and feminine she gotta go to work my nigga eight to ten hours a day you want to come home suck your fix your food <laughs> and, and change diapers why you chill because you want to be catered to after you done had your woman work eight to ten hours a day make this make sense and i, I know for my broke brothers i know y'all about to have a problem with what i'm saying but i just <laughs> never get how niggas without the pocketbooks <laughs> to sustain a woman's soft life complain about her not being soft in a relationship like she ain't working just as much as you like she ain't right. just as stressed about the bills that you are and yet you come home and being mad she ain't catered to you y'all need to cater to each other mother <laughs> i love him it, it's hard i have a hard time with him sometimes because he's so He's so abrasive, mm -hmm. even though his message isn't abrasive, just his voice, his delivery. I think sometimes I'm just like, oh, I can't listen to him today. You know what right, I mean? Like right. sometimes when I come across his stuff, obviously his stuff's popping up on my feed nonstop, but he's right. 100%. He's not wrong. It goes right back to what we were talking about a couple episodes ago about like the expectation of, hey, if yeah. you have a husband that can provide you, like he said, the soft life. Yes. If you don't have to work, I agree. Like, yes, yeah. you should be doing everything you can to make the home comfortable. If you're living that soft life, then you better fucking step up. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to candy coat it. 
I'm going to say it how it is. If you're living that soft life and you are having everything handed to you on a silver platter, you better treat that man like a fucking king because you're being treated like a queen because you're home, you're not working, you're just doing your shit, whatever you want to do all day long while he's busting his ass or maybe he has a desk job. It doesn't matter if it's a hard labor or not. I'm going through that right now. Yeah. Right? You understand. I am on a computer and managing people, building a company, building an empire, and it is fucking exhausting. I'm not doing hard labor, but oh, goddamn, I'm done. By the end of the day, I'm done. I would much rather do hard labor than fucking sit at a desk in a cubicle for eight to 10 hours a day. Like that is to me the definition of hell. I would much rather be doing something physically exerting. I mean, I was a line cook for 10 years before I was yeah. like a chef chef. Yeah. I'm not even in a fucking cubicle. Yeah. And you're, it you're is on exhausting. Your, you're like in your bedroom, <laughs> like on a desk. I'm literally working from home and it's fuck. It's a lot. But yeah, no, he is definitely not wrong. I'm not going to go down a rabbit hole. We don't we have all, to. We've, we all know how I feel about this. We've been down that rabbit hole before. This is kind of like, I feel I played this one to validate our opinions from that last conversation yes. where there are too many guys who are expecting this behavior from their partners that are working eight to 10 hours a day. Yeah. And they want that King treatment. They want this, you know, submissive attitude from their partner. And like he said, dude, you need to lower your expectations. If she's working just as hard as you are like, I get it. Uh -huh. I get I get that this current generation, so many people are struggling these days. Both people yeah. have to work. Yeah. And I don't know because I'm not a girl. I'm not a, I'm not a woman. I don't know what your generation and your kind are looking for in a relationship. But I do know because I've heard it online and I've talked to a lot of dudes in person that they'll never financially get to that point where they can have their woman have a soft life like this guy's talking about it. Yeah. But because they listen to the red pill guys saying, hey, the reason why America sucks is because we have lost these gender roles. We have lost yeah. these marriage roles. Well, because no one can do it anymore. Yeah. So why are you expecting all these things from someone that works just as hard as you? And then when that woman gets sick of your shit and leaves... Yep. It's because she's a spoiled, modernized Western woman. And now we got to go to fucking Cambodia to find a good wife. Like that's, <laughs> that's where like yeah. I get so pissed off. And you know, we talk about this in circles all the time. I just like to hear it from another guy that has a platform, yeah. especially from one that we listen to and agree with so often. Mm -hmm. And that's why I play this one for you today because I'm like, okay, most of the time when I hear him say something that we agree with, it means that we're really not far off from the actual point right. of what it needs to be. Right. The problem is too, don't forget, um, is that you do have, you do have the women that expect to be put on a platform. Yes, 100%. Or I'm sorry, not a platform, a pedestal. pedestal. Um, they expect that. And I don't know when that started. Or where that started. You're all about those red pill guys and like you're concerned about them and ripping on them sometimes, whatever your opinion is. My concern and my opinion is when did women, where and when did it start where we've, not we, because <laughs> I'm not this way. Right. But when they have decided that they have to be put on a pedestal at every turn. 
like he worked all day and you've been home with the kids, which isn't a soft life. No, I'm not saying it is being a stay at home mom is hard as fuck. I did it for 11 years. Um, and the husband comes home and suddenly she feels like she needs to be pampered and spoiled and put on a pedestal where, why can we both men and women, can you both just come together? You've both worked your ass off all day in different forms. Just come together and treat each other fucking amazing. How about that? Right. It's not difficult. We complicate things we as do. humans. And also I think, and this is a good time to kind of like, there are going to be times where we're going to contradict ourselves. Sure. Like if we go back and listen to earlier episodes, we might have an sure. opinion and then something might have changed our opinion. I am 100% aware of that and I'll always be accountable if I do contradict. I, I will be too. Yeah. Be, that's what life is. Yeah. Me too. 100%. I mean, think of how many people were raised religious and then one day they're like, oh my God. This is bullshit. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. It's uh -huh. the same thing with ideas. Mm -hmm. Ideas, thoughts, opinions, they are all malleable. Like yes. they can be changed. And that's the whole point. Yes. Like you don't have to be stuck in the same thought process forever. The thought process that I go through when I see this in the conversation that you're having with me right now is yeah. the loudest voices in the room are the ones that most people hear and the softest voices in the room are the people that just don't give a shit about what the loud voices are doing. Yeah. So the people who are handling their shit, they're not the ones on social media bitching about the soft right. life. That's exactly Or the right. pedestal. They're too concerned of what is going on in their life. I would feel that you and I are very much in that group. Yeah, for sure. We are talking about it on a podcast because I feel that not enough people give the quiet people the respect that they deserve. Yes, but there's also a lot of fucking idiots out there that will listen to the red pill stuff. Or like you said, the pedestal, there's lots of women out there who are like, put yourself on a pedestal. You should yeah. leave that man whenever you want. It's, it's the, your freedom. They're the boss babe mentality girls. Yeah, which I, is I weird. never said it didn't exist. It's weird. It's just not my place to talk for them. It's not my place to talk for them either. I'm a woman. However, um, I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Men need, men have needs the exact same as women and we forget about them and it's weird and I don't know why I, I didn't like wake up one day and be like, I need to have more compassion for men's rights because it's, it didn't happen that way. I've just observed so much and seen so much and experienced and yeah. I've been with some real narcissistic gaslighting assholes mm -hmm. I have and I could be a man hater and I should there's a lot of people that are like how do you not fucking hate men how do you how are you not jaded I'm just not the issue is women think that they're the only ones that have needs mm -hmm. and it's bullshit men have so many needs just like women if we could just treat each other like equals right I'm telling you right now there would be a huge movement in this world. I mean, holy shit. When I am with somebody, you're never going to fucking believe this. Maybe you will. When I was in a relationship with my last person, I picked up the bill a few times because I knew he could, but I could too. Right. I was working. I had a job. I was making money. I didn't expect him to pay for our dinners out every single fucking time and he absolutely 
loved it. He made comment on it. That was probably the most respectful he was to me. Like, thank you so much for doing that because he knows he makes way more money than I do, but it doesn't matter. Right. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter what amount of money we make. I wanted him to feel special that I can treat us to a meal too. Like it's not all all on you. You don't have to wear have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Let's fucking go. Right. In a partnership. I think where you and I both agree on is that there really is no perfect relationship for anybody because everyone's no. so different. Yes. But I like the idea, like you said, where there is an idea of what a perfect relationship could be. Yeah. And what's keeping us from getting there is being distracted by people who are dissatisfied with their life. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. They are so dissatisfied with their life and their choices and the women they choose to date or the men they choose to date or sleep with or let ruin their lives that they don't want happiness for anybody else. So what they're going to do is they're going to shit yeah. on anything that could be a positive movement into what a real good and healthy relationship should be. They're going to distract you from that by saying soft westernized women fucking suck. Yeah. And that men are simps. So you got to build yourself up by my course so I can teach you how to be an alpha. <laughs> That's the problem. By There's my too course. many distractions. <laughs> we are so distracted by fucking everything. Yes. And who knows? I might I be distracting our listeners and our viewers right now. Hopefully it's, you a, are. it's a distraction that will lead to a self-realization that you don't have to believe and listen to everything that's on social media Yeah, because really it's just someone who's trying to build a platform. We're trying to build a platform, but I feel that our platform is based on breaking down these ideas yeah. of toxic men, toxic women, toxic fucking humans. Yeah. You know? I mean, we're just openly having conversations for the most part, but it's And it's true. just a chance to get us in a room drinking wine and bullshit. Yes, <laughs> yes. And in front of the cameras. <laughs> All right, this is our moment where we have our call to action, where we tell people to subscribe to the YouTube video. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google Podcasts, all of them, we're there. And reach out to Diana or me on the MILF and me pod at gmail.com. Give us your tasty dating stories, Tinder profiles, or if there's like a subject that you think that we should research and talk about, we love learning new things. I just learned what a demisexual was today. How fucking cool is that? I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of myself. And that I probably am one. <laughs> You are. You are for sure. <laughs> I definitely am. So, Diana. Yes. This was a lot of fun. We've got our wine. Cheers. Cheers. I love doing this. Let's do this more. Let's do this forever. Let's do this forever. And that's the end of the show, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Did you subscribe? Subscribe. Yes. And uh, we've just got a lot more coming your way. Special guests. We've got people in our network, the Deluxe Edition Network, that want to do some conference calls with us so we can have them on the show. Oh, that's right. Lots of good stuff happening. Yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun. Anyway, I will see you next week. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Beta all day. (laughs) 